This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Yeah. Let's meet. Welcome. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. Hey. Let's Howdy. meet. Hey, bro. Hi. On the 47th episode of Let's Meet Part 2 of 3, moving on up to the west side to a deluxe quadplex in 1982. Do you know Radiohead? Guy Fieri is the Nickelback and World of Warcraft of food. <laughs> the first job I ever had was for a half carny style catering company called Lighter Than Air, which was an inflatable events company that also did catering and scratch made food. Right on. That was the first thing I ever did. And I and I grew up in my mom and grandmother's kitchen, like cooking everything. Yeah. My mom would take me to Asian restaurants. Like she took me into all parts of the world in terms of restaurants that existed inside of Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah. Like she tried to expand my horizons. That's awesome. And so with that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back in the food. And so I was at Disney for uh, culinary, um, back of house, front of house, like just the whole gamut. And then from there, like I was at Disney for almost four years. And then I worked at Outback Steakhouse Incorporated, Carabas, Bonefish, the, the lot. Yeah. And Cutting your teeth, as it were. Yeah, trial by fire, trial by knife. Yeah, yeah. I like to say that just because people go, you know, oh, did you go to school? Like, where'd you go to school? And I'm like, I didn't. Everywhere. Like, <laughs> like I literally went to school everywhere. Like, every yeah, restaurant I worked out. Like that was that was school. Like I got schooled by a lot of chefs. Yeah. Like, even at Outback. Even at Outback. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, there comes a point where if you don't know how to cook a steak, you should just get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> like you should. If you can't cook a steak, especially you if you're Outback Steakhouse. Especially if you're Outback <laughs> yes. Steakhouse. Like if you don't know how to boil pasta, if you don't know how to prepare pasta the right way, and you work at Carabas, get the fuck out. Like just leave. That's yeah. just Alice Springs chicken. That's I make that here. That's easy. It right? is easy. And like, it's like tasty. <laughs> Some people can't cook chicken. Like, I just, I, for a while, I couldn't. I couldn't do it the right way. Yeah. So, like, I had to learn. Yeah. And after a billion, you know, it's not like I don't cut myself anymore. Like, I still occasionally, when I'm working through, you know, 50 pounds of onions, like, I might, might cut myself. Like, just because I'm working really, really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people are like, Jeff, help, help, Jeff. And then I'm like, what the? And then, oh, God. And then, oh, yeah. we're having red onions today, guys. But no, just kidding. We don't do that at that time. Um, but yeah, so trial by fire, trial by knife, and then I got married while I was in Florida, and then moved back to Lexington, then moved back to Florida, back to Orlando, and to, to Disney again, and then moved up here, and then I got divorced while I was in Cincinnati, and I decided to stay. So I was at the art museum as the executive chef, and I just, divorce happened, like, sometimes shit just doesn't work out. And yeah. I was, uh, I bought a house on the west side. Everyone seems to think that's the, the worst thing I've ever done in my life. It was worse than divorce. Like, I was buying a house on the west side. I'm like, what's wrong? I live in Chevy. And they're like, what the, really? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You couldn't buy a house anywhere? I'm like, it's really nice. I'm down the street from the bar. Like, I can walk home. Like, what is wrong with this? It's so been weird. Out there. It's great. It's, yeah. I think it's it is. It's a great area. It's so, there is such a weird stigma about, about the west side. It's yeah. so weird. But, like, we talked, okay, I don't know if you know Lindsay Kraling. She does um, the website. Uh, oh, no. I can't remember we'll it right now. We'll it in later. TortoiseCincinnati.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Radio edit. But she, she, her website, basically, she visits a lot of breweries and, and restaurants in town and kind of produces a comprehensive list of this is where you should go. 
So she was on it. She and her husband just bought a house on the west side not long ago, and she loves it. Yeah. And I've looked at properties walkable. over there. Every, yeah, you yeah. can get to stuff pretty you, easily, you can, and, you and can it's affordable there. Afford it. Yeah, you can almost exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. you're completely it's priced. Nice. I, I'm. I told my wife. My wife and I bought a house in Fairfax five years ago, and we're just about priced out of our neighborhood. Like we can't buy anything in our neighborhood now. I mean, if we sold our house. We would still, with the down payment that we would get from the sale of our house, because the value has increased. Yeah. Even with that down payment, we would still have the same mortgage in a house because it's the the that's where the price is. Yeah. We wouldn't have a lower mortgage because of the neighborhoods increased in value. So, so the West Side doesn't do that at all. Well, but I was going to say if <laughs> we took that same step, <laughs> if we took that same fifty thousand dollars and sold our house. <laughs> yes. You can take a fifty thousand dollars and go to the West Side and get a mansion. Like that's, yes, yes. I'd really love to talk good. to someone. My neighbor. So, like, if, right. if people are listening and they're like, "Oh, open up real estate," it's not like that. No, no. It's but, <laughs> but it is it's, not far away from that. It's a lot cheaper. Than like you can go next door and talk to your neighbor about William Perry and Walter Payton. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, those are the football players that you want to talk right. about. I mean, by by mansion, I mean quadplex. I don't mean <laughs> for sure. I don't mean <laughs> for you sure. live in one and you rent off the other. Yeah, you don't get you acreage. Yeah, yeah. You get you get neighbors. You get neighbors. You get, you get, you get renters. Neighbors. Huh. Yes. Welcome to the West Side. No <laughs> acreage, just you neighbors. You don't play the drums, uh-huh. do you? I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you play the drums? No. <laughs> when I lived in Covington, like the guys on my street would constantly come knock on the door and be like, hey man, y'all playing today? I'm just like, what? Like, you guys can hear that? Because we, like, I had an extra that's a, room. That's a different thing about Covington is like, the noise, like people, you know, playing playing music and stuff like that, yeah. it's encouraged. Yes. Yeah. Like, you'll, I'll, I'll ride my bike a lot up and down the street and I'll see these people just standing outside of like an apartment building yeah. and somebody's playing in the basement. They're just hanging out listening. Yeah. And I'm like, do they know here? No. No. No, we're just hanging out. It's yeah. just like a flash mob of, of like a flash fan mob is yeah. what it is, yeah. And, and like they don't they're completely unaware that there's people out there. These people don't know who they are at all. They're just listening. Just that that was music. how it was for me. Yeah. And then I walk outside and they'd be like, Hey bro, bro, bro and I'm just like, You guys wait, that was two days ago. Could Why you guys are you guys asking me yeah. now? Yeah. Like, yeah, like they were like, Man, we heard that funky little tune y'all would do and then like and then one time the cops get called, the cops are like, All right. You guys play music in there? Yeah, we are. Sounds really good. Can you play this? <laughs> I, I wish he had done that. He was like, he was like, somebody complained. Sounds real good. But you, you know any Radiohead? <laughs> Can it not be Creed, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you know, do you know the album Kid A? Do you know <laughs> the whole thing? The whole thing. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that? Can you play early gorillas. I have a friend named I Nicholas Tuttle. Gorillas, by the way. My buddy Nick Tuttle is a guitarist uh, and performer around town. He's very, very good. And I was talking to him. This is what kind of guy he is. I was talking to him about playing. I was like, what kind of stuff do you play? And he was like, well, you know, I do a bunch of different stuff. He said, but I really like to play Radiohead. And I said, well, that's pretty specific and seemingly pretty difficult. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, I really like to play Kid A. That's what I played at Lion Lemon the other night. And I was like, oh, would you play from it? He goes, the whole thing. I said, you played the entire album of Kid A on your guitar, guitar? just you and yourself? And he's like, yeah. And I said, I don't think we can be friends. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm allowed to talk to you anymore. Then you you saw it, and you were like... And then I was like, oh, "Oh, you just changed... You put everything in the key of G. Yeah, he just... He put everything in the key of G. Anything that was an E, he sat out on and just hummed... 
Like he didn't play any B's, no C's, and, you, right. and he enunciated too clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 some of the and words. I, like, oh, I don't know what that. Oh, it's about cannibalism. Oh, 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 I don't feel why. Good. Yeah. I don't feel good about this anymore. Safe. This song was fine. It made me actually happy before. Yeah. Now I'm just oh. like. Oh. So speaking of exotic meats and cannibalism, let's get back to Boomtown Biggie Wiggy and our exotic let's meats. Let's talk about let's talk about the restaurant a little bit because you you and PJ got together. When did you guys put this together? Because you brought a bunch of knowledge yes. with your chef experiences. You you uh, you met PJ, I assume, through the culinary world. I met him when so picking up where we left off in the Lord of the Rings journey of my life, <laughs> which is the two towers right now. Um, Which one of you is Frodo? Um, that's totally PJ. Okay, and that's about the fits. PJ <laughs> is Frodo. He's Mr. Frodo. Mr. Frodo. Are you saying? I am Sam. Okay. okay. I am Sam, Mary, and Pippin all rolled into one. Okay. And then there's part of me that's Boromir, but I, like, that's the part that, like, when I left the art museum, that's the part that died. Oh, may I be an orc, please? Yes, you may. <laughs> like, I feel like that's my body type. shoot me five times with arrows, and I still want that. I'll do the best I can. I'll get back up with my war horn, and my, my ladle, and just throw gravy at you. <laughs> you, never learned, you never learned to use a war horn because of the apartment. Yeah, the apartment situation. wouldn't let me. Well, the, they tried, though, at the, <laughs> Mama, at the music store. If you're listening, Mother, I love you very much. <laughs> She's not. You didn't. <laughs> the 14 people are listening. She's, no, she's no, not your mother's not. <laughs> That's not it. Uh, so yeah, when I was at the art museum, uh, PJ was requested for one of the artworks fundraiser events to come and be a judge for a cocktail competition. So we had a cocktail and a food competition at the art museum with, amongst the employees. He came and judged, and I had I had a cocktail in it, and my cocktail won. Nice. Um, and then I had a food item, item, and it did not win, which I was more pissed that the food item did not win than that the cocktail won. <laughs> it really yeah. burned your biscuits. It burned my biscuits so bad. <laughs> Ended up with croutons at the end of that event. <laughs> so, and then at the end of the event, he was like, hey, like we're friends on Facebook. We should, uh, we should get together and talk. I've got this idea for a, a biscuit concept. I was like, word? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then like three weeks later... It just it's started. Done. It done. <laughs> and then I left the art museum. You opened three weeks later. <laughs> oh, three weeks later, Boomtown was open. That is how fast it happened. That's how friendships happen. So it is. There weren't five different endings with five blackout fadeouts like Return of Keane. It was literally just done. <laughs> Super cut and dry. So, and then that was like two and a half years ago now. Nice. It's not more. Almost three. Yeah. So, and we, we met. We talked it out. I staged and... Uh, Cooked some things for him, made gravy, made some biscuits, made a lot of gravies. Yeah. And then uh, we took our, our journey out to Portland to research and just kind of hone in on what the, the concept was going to be and how we were going to approach it. And here we are. Yeah. So they have a lot of biscuit things out there. Maybe. There were, yeah. There were a lot of a lot of brunch. Like, Portland has a brunch scene that... All day. All day, every day. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Saturday, Sunday, especially Sunday, like, you brunch, you get up... You go to brunch. You don't do anything else all day. You just brunch at one location for like six hours. <laughs> and then you go home and do nothing. And I was like, that's weird. But they keep Portland weird. <laughs> and then I was like, that's also kind of cool. And the fun thing is, is that in Pimpleton, our block on Sundays and Saturday mornings, it's like brunch your face off. That. Like, that's what it is. Like, people yeah. literally come on Sundays after three o'clock. It is almost a ghost town. Like, people are like, no, they're closed. Nation done with brunch too, and, and Lucius Q done with brunch. No, we're done. No more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we spit, we picked three o'clock to be the close. I was like, well, brunch kind of ends there, but it's 
strictly a ghost town. Like, yeah. if we stayed open later, I don't know if people would still be there. They'd be like, no, your brunch is over. I don't want a Yukon after 3 o'clock. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Sunday. Brunch only. <laughs> I gotta go sleep this off. I gotta go sleep the first one off with yeah. all of the drugs you put in it from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be in there. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, um, I have been to Boomtown uh, several times. This is the honest truth, and it's not because you're here, and it's not because PJ's a friend. It is so good. I always tell people, like, people are like, where should I go eat? This Go to Boomtown. Thank you. Please go. It is so good. And part of that, the majority of it, I think, is because the food is so good. The food is so good. The experience is so good. The art and design that you have in the place is so good. We had Danny Babcock on a couple yeah. uh, months ago. and. Yeah. And he did a bunch of work for you guys. It's so good. I think part of it, too, comes from the notoriety that PJ has, but also that you have. You're very specifically, you're making a name for yourself in the television world. I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, let's go. Let's dive in. Nah. It's diamond. That's a is that a is that a guy Fieri? Diners, drive-ins, and right, first diamond. First of all, let's settle this. <laughs> guy Fieri, Guy Fietti. Fietti. Oh, I see it. It, it makes me so Fieri. uncomfortable. It's Fietti. It's, I hate it. You've got to pay a fee <laughs> to a guy named Eddie. Get out. No, nope. that's, that's what it is. <laughs> is that what he said? To you? I, that's that but is that's what not he even told his us. real name is it? I mean, it is. It is. Isn't that like a stage name that he adopted though? His name is Guy Fietti. Really? I, I thought I like heard. Phil. Donahue. <laughs> Specifically a person that lives in Cincinnati. Right. Yes. <laughs> no, it's I it's I I don't know what's out there on the, the Wikipedias and the and the yeah, yeah, things, yeah. but I know him as guy. There's another there's another podcast that I listen to and and one of the hosts always when they reference him they call him he calls him Guy Fietti. But he also says stuff like bagels. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He says he pronounces things where I'm like, that's <laughs> you're, you're like, know, you know you're like, Fietti is not really how that's pronounced. Exactly. That's let's have some locks and bagels. My, my, <laughs> my ex wife also said bagels a lot. And I was like, this is no, this they isn't gonna work. He didn't out. say Frodo is Frodo. That's I understand that. Frodo, Frodo Bagans. Frodo is my favorite <laughs> mild cheese. <I'm- laughs> From age, uh, please do. So yeah, uh, I know him as Guy Fietti. And that's what I've always known him as. And you met him, and you guys are friends. I, and you have a cell phone number, and you talk. Oh and you go goodness. cruising around in his... In his, uh, his, <laughs> his, Camaro. his Camaro. Classic or, Camaro. Or maybe the, the, the giant shopping cart. <laughs> or the uh, giant... I don't know. He's got some... He just got a... He just got a Dodge Hellcat. Of course he did. Of course he did. Why would he? Because he's Guy Fieri. Now, listen. He's, he's like the Kevin Hart of food. He really... People people right. dump on him. Yeah. No, he is. He's like involved in a little bit of everything. He's, he's the Kevin Hart... He's He is the Kevin Hart, the good... Mm, oh, is it good? He is the Kevin Hart... <laughs> he is the classic Dane Cook... Okay. Uh, the, the classic. Kevin, the classic. I see where I'm going with that? He's the vicious circle Dane Cook. <laughs> he is the current Kevin Hart. And then he is the sumptuous Bernie Mac of food. Like, <laughs> that is what I would classify Guy Fieri as. Like, he has he has the triple O, triple O G um, tendency. Because he's a chef first. Like, yeah. let's just be straight out. Like, he's a chef before he is a TV persona. Like, yeah. he's I, all business. My, my favorite thing is to watch the diners, drive-ins, and dives and see him eat something that you know he does not like. He makes a face 
And he's like, oh, he, he makes a lot of faces. Like, <laughs> I know. But like, I think this one's of, pretty specific. Though. Yeah, makes a lot of faces. And like, there was there was a time where he did a thing in, in, in Knoxville, and it's a drive-in pizza place. So it's like a, you know, an old school drive-in where you push little numbers on the thing and mm. they come out and bring you food. You mean a Sonic? It's basically <laughs> it's basically a Sonic, but with but with spaghetti and pizza instead. Ooh. Yeah, it's also absolutely terrible. Like, there's nothing good on the menu whatsoever. And so we're watching it, and I'm like, oh, he's about to eat this. <laughs> like, I know that meatball. That meatball tastes like garbage. <laughs> I know that. You've been there? I've been there. Oh, you're that like, meatball. that meatball tastes like and so garbage. He goes, mmm. <laughs> like, there was just a face he made. And I was like, I know, I know. I know, yeah, I know. Like, that. from now on, anytime he makes that face, I know not to go to that place. I don't, I don't, um... I, you can I, neither confirm nor deny. I can neither conform, confirm, conform. I can neither confirm nor deny. Can't do that, that either. Is fine. <laughs> That's why I can't. Also, can't do that. Yeah. That's that was a big thing on. Well, the people. It seems like people dump on him a lot, but he seems like a genuinely good dude. I mean, he's a he is one hundred percent a legit guy. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's super like, hardworking too. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, people like you can't do kind of. He's like the like for lack of a better term, he's the Nickelback of the food world. No, I would say Rascal Flatts. No, no, no. Nickelback is appropriate because he's the Nickelback and the World of Warcraft of food because everybody listens to him and everybody plays it, but no one says they do. And everybody likes him, but no one says. World of Warcraft is clearly still around, no matter how much you dump on it. Nickelback is still the number one band that out that sells out. You know, That's more great. than Coldplay, but no one likes them. I think we're really getting a good handle on your tastes, your musical <laughs> and food influences. I mean, most of his Silver Side Up for all the right, wrong reasons. What was that Nickelback song? All. I, you know, I go to sleep listening to rock stars, so, because that's, that's what we all want to be, is big rock stars. Big rock stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Yeah. I did actually, speaking of that, I heard them do a cover of a Metallica song. Was it good? It was so good. It was really good. Like, I was like, oh, I might actually like Nickelback now a little bit more. Do you remember the Thomas Jane, John Travolta Punisher movie? Yes. So there was an album, there's a soundtrack that was released to that, and there's, there's a Nickelback song on there, and it is the best Nickelback song I've ever heard. No kidding. I think it's called Drowning. But but it's like and it's got I didn't like this was gonna be a pro Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that that is it's, we're I'm pro I'm, I'm, I'm pro Guy Fieri. I'm Welcome to take our Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> it was I'm just saying that's the only Nickelback song that I like in terms of a rock rock song. Yeah. It was pretty dope. But like huh. Guy is Guy is a chef first. Like he is food first. He's food focused. Um, he cares about the continuity and yeah. consistency of what he's eating and what he's what other people are creating. And yeah, I he, he really does seem like a good dude, though. Oh, yeah. Like he seems like a guy who I'd love to like hang out with for oh, a yeah. night. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like have whiskey with, have even him, though I don't even like whiskey. If he I'm, wants me to drink whiskey, I'm going to drink it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be good whiskey. It's going to yes. be good. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Like it's you remember take you to flavor test? <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about low hanging fruit. I mean, how appropriate. However, boo. Oh, <laughs> you still got booed. Oh, you oh. that one on a flip flop. Uh, so, so you you were on. You've been on a few of his shows now, right? Yes. Or just Food Network in general? I've been on a or few of guys shows. Yes. There's okay. specifically a, uh, so far. It's been specifically guy shows. So, is it one of those things where you got on the first one and he was like, "I really like this guy. Let's try to get him back." So, if he applies again to another one, let's do it. I've, 
sort of like that. Like, yeah. I, I fought really hard on Guy's Big Project last year. Um, mm-hmm. That aired last November through December. And that was the show where I was trying to get my own food travel road show. Like, yeah. Dinosaur Drive-Ins and Dives. And I made it to the final four, and I didn't make it past that because my I just I lacked experience. That's basically what it was. Like, yeah, I was just too young. Like, yeah, but he saw he clearly saw something because they invited me to uh, come compete on guys' grocery games and like the audition. Like I still had to go through the audition process. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't an easy end. I still had to meet all the criteria. Yeah. And Boomtown was finally starting to to get its legs under it to open, and I flew out to go film the episode that I won the week before we opened. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Like, I flew out. <laughs> I I competed. They wore me out. Mm-hmm. Flew back on a red eye. Opened, opened. Boomtown. <laughs> like, that was... That is one of the most grueling, grinding, like, just beat down experiences I've ever had but the most you feel really good about no. like just accomplishing no I feel good at all I was like if we don't open this mother sucker right now like and because I knew that once again like with Guy's Big Project like we filmed that May of last year and it yeah. didn't come out to November so I had to sit on and I was gone for five weeks so I had to sit on five weeks of of you know just survivor and all the mental like tearing down and building up and trying to figure out what you know what is my tv persona versus what is me like how much how much more do i have to be me in order to meet tv criteria yeah because basically it was christian we like we we have to tell other people to turn up we just need you to turn down but i couldn't figure out what the balance was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then when guys christian games came around i you found well, it. I found it. Sometimes it just takes some experience. I yeah. Mean, you know, just doing it over and over again. I felt way more comfortable in front of the camera on grocery games than I did on Guys Big Project. And I think it showed. Right. Because, like, on Guys Big Project, I was like, my hair all the time. And then on Guys Grocery Games, I'm like, yeah, I just wanted to make this food and be done. And they're just, like, telling me to do this. And, like, I can't make my own biscuits and what and it just felt a lot more natural yeah, natural yeah. to, to nice. just talk and then to compete as well. Yeah. So. But the competition ended favorably for um, you. Guys Grocery Games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I won $20,000. Woo! With a hey, Cincinnati chili-style chocolate poutine. That's pretty <laughs> so, rad. Like uh, that young Jeezy song, I put on for my city, on, <laughs> on for my city. That's what I did. Yes. And I had to sit on that since Boomtown opened, so it's been almost six months. You couldn't talk I, to anybody. I, I couldn't talk to anybody about, and I'm just like, over here, like, kind of... Almost exploding. Almost exploding. <laughs> like, down payment. Supermaster exploder. <laughs> they wouldn't send me, like, yeah, I didn't get the money until after oh, I won. You couldn't do that uh, until it came through. Right? I, I had to wait. Wait, they didn't give me. They didn't. They didn't send the the check was not in the mail. They, dun, dun, dun. they go ahead and give you that uh, W nine or whatever it's called. I mean, you fill out all kinds. You, you fill out all kinds when, of paperwork. Before I think when you. you're on when you're on TV, when you're actually on TV, <laughs> someone comes to your house <laughs> from the government. They'll send your paperwork. Someone comes to your house. I will not be Wesley Snipes in this this uh, this thing that I've been gifted. I uh-huh. worked really hard for. I will not Wesley Snipes this. You're, um, you don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail for any amount of time. Mm, any amount of time and any amount of money. All right, fair enough. Hard enough <laughs> of me in jail. So you so you won. You're the big winner. Yeah. 
Now, this is, I know you're not at liberty to talk about it, but you can probably agree that this is going to open up some more doors for you. We'll see. Yeah. That's, I, we'll see. It, it brought you to this podcast. It you're brought me right. to this podcast. It opened up a huge door. Listen, your circle was <laughs> opened up by 14 more people. <laughs> oh, my God. So there's Do 14, 14 more people. I love you out there. Just follow Food Rush Ninja Instagram. <laughs> follow me there. You what guys is, will take is, me to 1,700 followers. What's it again? That'd be great. Uh, oh, at Food Brush Ninja. Food brush? Food brush. Instead of paintbrush, uh, food brush. Okay. So I originally started a private personal chef and a private catering company in Lexington called uh, The Starving Chef right. instead of The Starving Artist because I'm a theatrical stupid idiot. And um, <laughs> Starving Chef just sounds like you don't make good food. It sounds like I, I don't <laughs> cook. So I scrapped that. I can't that. eat any of this stuff. I can't. Uh, starving Chef. Is everything burnt? What's well, everything going on? Got everything got <laughs> All this diabetes, and so um, I also started my Instagram handle at the same time, and that was Food Brush Ninja. Um, and then while I was out doing Guys Big Project, I tried to change it. And they were like, "Yeah," and like other contestants yeah, on the show were like, "No, it. just keep it. Like it's it's very unique. It like, no one has it." Because I really want to be the Afro Chef, but eventually I'm going to go bald, or it's going to just <laughs> like Michael Jackson in a Pepsi commercial, and just going to catch on fire, and it's all going to be gone. So I was like, "All right, well, I can't be the Afro Chef." So let's just keep food brushing. So I feel like you're saying that as a, a maybe a premonition or maybe a plan. Probably a plan. I mean, catching your hair on fire is a pretty specific thing. I mean, your hair kind of looks like it's on fire already. It well, yeah. yeah. There's also that. I mean, that's. I got this weird cotton candy dream strawberry lemonade thing going on right now. <laughs> it's cool. It's gonna change next week though. I put out a, a poll on Instagram and I was like, "Hey, what's the next color gonna be, guys?" And people were like, "Put a shirt on, jackass!" And I was like, <laughs> "All right, well, uh, now what's the next color gonna be?" People were like, "Green." We've seen you do everything else. Stop. And then other people were like, "Just be black." And I'm like, "I am black." And they're like, "No, your hair." And I'm like, well, "What if I don't want it to be black? Just be yourself." Well, my hair is colored. Then <laughs> that's myself. Stop being a colored person. Just make your hair normal. Stop I'm being- Stop being from the 80s and before. Stop being 80s and before. Stop being colored. Stop being the colored purple. It's dumb. (laughs) Oprah. Oprah. Oprah Harpo. Remember that? Remember that? That movie Roots? Don't be OJ. Like, don't be. I'm just like, God, I'm sorry. So, like, my next color is probably it's either going to be gray or it's going to be maroon. Gray. Yeah. I'll vote for gray right now. Those, both of those colors, though, are, uh, Pretty much my high school colors, colors, maroon and white. For your Lancer? Gray is close. No, no, no. I'm from Tennessee. Mm, they got Lancers in Tennessee. Munford, Tennessee. We don't have Munford. We used the Lancers. Cougars. Munford? You the Cougars. We used the Cougars. You the Cougars. We, we was, uh, for, a, for a few years, a number of years, we harbored the band Kings of Leon while they was still in their formative age. Oh, word? While they was playing church basketball and being homeschooled by their mama. They's down there from that Mumford, mm-hmm. Tennessee? Yep. How they, come they don't sound like Mumford and Sons then? Uh, Same mm-hmm. reason why Michael doesn't. <laughs> you <laughs> got the fuck out. Well, when you, when, you watch, when you watch Dukes of Hazard and you hear Roscoe Pico train, you're like, that guy sounds like a dog. I don't want to sound like that guy at all. Or, or you talk to your uncle and you go... I didn't understand words. So you start watching David Letterman, and all of a sudden pick up his Midwestern yes. accent, and you're like, "Oh, stick with yeah. that, that I sounds intelligent." I want to be Tom Brokaw. That's what <laughs> yeah. I, I want the Brokaw accent. Yeah. I have uh, my family is West Tennessee, and like 
southern Louisiana. Okay. And oh, so they man. all Ooh. they just sound like so you got the, like you got the real Cajun Bayou Creole. <laughs> There's thing a little going bit on? of that. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's you're like, I don't know what you said. I'm gonna go outside and take a break. Take a break. Oh, take a, I didn't I breathe real quick. You guys <laughs> yeah. are just too much. You guys are sucking it all the air. And yes. just, it's just words. But all out. I hear no is etouffee and crawfish. But right, I think right. you said the bus leaves at 9. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even riding the bus. I'm not even riding the bus. I don't want to on that bus. Do you, you, you remember the Cajun chef? Like that the guy? That guy? Justin. 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 Yeah. Wait, uh, were you talking about Emerald? The real? No, no, no. Just older. Older. Yeah, much older. He always cooked with, and he would say, "Oh, guarantee." Was that the guy with the, the? He had like a seasoning. Yes. Yeah. But like he always did. I'm gonna uh, look him up. He always Thanks, used Google. Um, Worcestershire sauce, like Leon Perron's. Leon Perron. But but the show is brought to you by French's Worcestershire sauce. But he <laughs> used Leon Perron. Yeah, it was like the weirdest <laughs> thing. And, and my favorite part about it was like Justin Wilson. Justin Wilson. Look at that guy. I guarantee. I do remember him. Yeah, I loved him. He was oh. a staple. He was so awesome that Frenches were like, "All right, whatever. That like, do really whatever want. you want to." Yeah, like, that dude's gumbo was. Fire. He was my guy, Fietti, when we were growing up, up in the eighties. Oh, yeah. yeah, Emerald yeah. was oh, because Emerald was nineties. Yeah, he was a little. Emerald we were a little older at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could actually cook by that point. Nah, this is. We just listened to him tell stories about nuns and stuff. Oh yeah, he was a great storyteller. Oh, so so good, fun man. to watch. So, yeah. I, so I need to pick up storytelling in my TV act. If that's your Maybe. thing. If that's your, if that's your it jam. it doesn't have to be your thing. I mean, currently like, my this jam. this guy's old. Like, this guy has always I'm been old. I'm pretty sure he's not alive anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, Justin I don't Wilson think he has been 95 for, for decades. For, years. for decades. Yeah. He, oh, is yeah. The, he is the John Madden of the food world. Oh, guys. <laughs> he's a vampire. <laughs> that's Brett Favre. Do you remember that interview with Vampire? Remember when the he, movie? Yeah, yeah. And and Tom Cruise like dies, but he, then he eats like rats in the bottom of uh, oh, the yeah. River. Same thing. That's how Justin. Justin. That's, 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 that's how he lives now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now. he just eats like spent gumbo, spent okra casings, spent gumbo. He just, that's just the grossest thing spent, I've ever heard. Spent gumbo. It's I like, don't know. It could be a pretty good band. Like spent, spent gumbo. I think we could start a band. We could right probably now. start one. You play drums, right? I do play drums. All right. I sing too. There it is. There we are. I got it right there. We are spent gumbo. His first song is called Dixie Chili. Here we go. Our, our new album's called Etouffee. Etouffee? Etouffee? Etouffee is what we call our new album. This song all about that spike-haired angel from uh, Gap-Haired. Spike-Haired angel. Spike, that's another song. That's, but that's like our emo, that's our that's our uh, goth band, the spike-haired angel. And we just guys, wear bowling shirts. We have so many great bands. Oh, this this so is going to be perfect. Guy, please. I can't wait to put out these EPs. Easy peasy. <laughs> They're gonna put out these easy peasy. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Easy. Wait, Shout out to easy ease. Shout out to easy ease. We got these easy peasies. Oh, <laughs> man. I feel real dumb now. No, we're good. All right. So Boomtown's open and it's rocking. It is so good. It's doing stuff. I urge you, all the listeners, I'll please, please uh-huh. go. Hi. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. On our next episode, Christian wants a stale biscuit cannon, and we learn Michael's superhero alter ego. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com, and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Bonjour. Let's meet. Hey, what you doing? Hey, hello.